0: Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. Losing a parent early on in life is a hard obstacle to overcome. As heartbreaking as that loss is, challenges like that can even end up making you stronger. My special guest today, Ashley Ian Kennedy, best known as a contestant on The Bachelor, wanted to surprise her best friend Jamie with a private reading. I was so excited to meet Jamie and really help her get through the tragic loss of her mom.
1: Hi guys, this is Ashley Iconetti. You may know me from The Bachelor franchise. I ended up finding my husband on it. I am absolutely thrilled to be on Teresa's podcast today. While I've had some grandparents who have passed away and like my beloved dog who I would love to communicate with, I wanted to use today's opportunity to talk to Teresa with my friend who we became best friends at grad school. She was 22, I was 24. Uh, she's one of my bridesmaids and um, she pa- her mom passed away uh, a couple months after we first met and our whole grad school class really gathered around her. It has just been, you know, uh, it's the only friend I've had who had a parent pass away at such a young age and she has been so into spiritual mediums that I wanted her to have this experience she's gone to teresa's events the whole family hopes that her her mom comes through and i just wanted to hopefully she is a surprise of a lifetime and hopefully she gets some communication going so uh let's bring jamie in (laughs) no there she is hello Okay, guys, this is Jamie. Jamie, this is not my podcast. This is somebody else's podcast. Oh, okay. (laughs) 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 But this person is hiding in the waiting room on Zoom right now. Okay. You want to take a few guesses as to who it could be? I have no idea. Every time you
2: Yeah, I don't know. Every time you do this to me, I don't know what you're talking about. And then I have like severe anxiety. I'm very sorry that it makes you so
1: anxious. I'm nervous, too. All right. Well, then, do you want to bring her in? Yeah. Let's go. Ah! Ah!
2: This is amazing. What's
0: happening? Wait, what's <laughs> happening? Who is that? That's Jamie. Jamie? Hi. Oh, my God. Jamie, you scared me. I almost had a diarrhea attack. What's going <laughs> on? Too. What are you? What are you doing in my Zoom? <laughs> I have no idea, but this is awesome. it's so nice to meet you it's nice to meet you too holy crap (laughs) (laughs) i
1: told her that you've gone to her events and stuff i have i've watched you since like the very
2: beginning my
0: entire family Oh that's so sweet. But I I I have to thank you. I can't thank you enough Ashley for doing this because I always say to people being an accomplice when when we surprise people has to be the hardest job. Like no. we sometimes we ask people to lie to their <laughs> to their best friends or family members to get them to get on a you know a Zoom or get to do something so we can surprise them. So I really really appreciate you doing this. It's such an honor and it's uh, I could tell by Jamie's face Jamie is just <laughs> All I see are these white teeth. And she is just smiling ear to ear. She's so excited. This is amazing. And, and you, you look a little red. Are you, are you like yes. freaking out? Like, I, I don't. The
2: answer is yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you don't have to thank me. Thank you for,
1: for being here and asking
0: us to come on. That's awesome. So where are you uh, Zooming from? Oh,
1: Buffalo, New York.
0: Oh, how nice. Yeah. How awesome. I, I don't know. I don't know what's happening to Jamie. She looks, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. She looks <laughs> nervous. Sca- I, I don't know what, what's happening. I, I don't know. I'm just kind of
2: in shock and my whole family is going to like pee their pants when they tell them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, so being that you're familiar, you've seen me live. I'm sure you've watched Long Island Medium. Uh-huh. Uh, this is the the newest way that I am able to share my gifts with people, not only all over the country, but also all over the world with Hey Spirit. So I want to welcome you to Hey Spirit. I'm just going to get started. So I am going to share with you. There is a father energy stepping forward. So if your father is not departed. It's going to be a grandfather or an uncle?
2: Uh, Both my grandfathers and my uncle.
0: So know that they're stepping forward. (laughs) Your uncle stood in front of them and he goes, Teresa, he goes, why don't you start with the good looking ones first? (laughs) I go, I don't know. (laughs) Would that be his personality? Yes, it would. (laughs) Who passed from the chest? He just labored my breathing. So they will also make me feel how they departed. And sometimes if we're worried about how they passed, what it was like for them, they make me feel that. So I'm having difficulty breathing and he's restricting my throat area, which is my symbol for that he couldn't communicate in the end.
2: Oh, yeah. He had cancer
0: of the throat or was there something where he couldn't communicate in the end? Um,
2: it was kidney cancer. Uh, it spread, but um, towards the end, the last few days, last few times I saw him, he didn't respond.
0: So know that what I love is the first thing he, he literally said to me, how come you don't start with the good looking guys? <laughs> <laughs> I heard him say that. So validating for you that he can speak. And I just said, I go, could you move over so I could see the other souls? He goes, there's nobody here. This is all she wants to hear from. I go, I don't know. I see other people over there in the background. Again, would that be his personality? Yes, he had a
2: very, he was larger than life.
0: Because I keep telling him to move over. He's like, no, I'm good. She'll be good with it. I'm like, okay. But I love to share with you what they're doing on the other side, because it really validates their personality, validates the strength. There are also mother energies on the other side. So know that they're also stepping forward and they're surrounding him as well. Okay. So you know that when he did leave the physical world, he was greeted by other loved ones. Okay. I, I don't know what it is. Was he like a dad to you or were you just so close to him? Cause he made me feel like you were the daughter he never had. Now, even if he had children, Okay, what he's doing, this is acknowledging the bond that you shared with him.
2: Mm -hmm. That side of my family has always been very close. We did every holiday. If it wasn't at my grandparents' house, it was at his house. Every Fourth of July, every New Year's. And after a major life event, um, he was there for every one of my major life events following that. He he made a point of making sure he was there for it.
0: So he... Would be like that father bond, explaining why I would feel that from him. Yes. Yep. And it's almost like thanking you for allowing him to be that in your life. Uh-huh. He says, you know, I wasn't uh, afraid to die. He says, I didn't want to die. He says, but you know what, Teresa? He said, at the end, he said it was so difficult. He said, I fought the fight. He says, and I fought it hard. He says, I even kind of lied to the family and told them, yeah, you know, I'm fine. I'm doing good.
2: He did. He He did, right? A couple weeks before, he sent my dad an email
0: and said he was okay. He says, but I knew. But you know what? He goes, "I, I, I feel like he wants to defend. He goes, I really didn't lie. He's like, I felt good. He says, but I knew in my soul that I was getting tired. He said, I did not want anyone to remember me sick. He said, I think that was one of the hardest things that I had to go through was to watch my family, watch me be sick. He goes, that was exhausting. Yeah. Because I didn't want them to remember me in that way. Now, there was a mother energy step forward and she stood next to him and, and kind of hugged. I, I, I never saw this before. She like hugged him and started kissing him.
2: Yeah. That's my mother.
0: That's your mom. That's
2: their brother and sister.
0: And it was like your mom was like, Teresa, she's like, you know, for such a long time, she says, he was such a staple in my daughter's life. She says, and I can't thank him enough for that.
2: My mother uh, was a very, very kind woman. She was always willing to help other people and always did so. When I was in high school and she was, I think she was at the end of her 40s, um, she was diagnosed with ovarian cancer, stage four ovarian cancer. And she battled that on and off for about five years. Um, But you would never know it. Uh, My parents did a very, very good job of making it kind of a part of our life, like taking her to go get treatment and stuff like that was just another thing we had to do as opposed to you know this awful, awful thing, and and though it was an awful, awful thing, you know it also brought us together. And even throughout all of that, my mom was always putting other people first. You know, doing doing dinners uh, at our church for people in need, and you know, helping out others. Like she would give you, and and my father also would give you the shirt off her back. Nobody ever really understood how sick she was, and so. That was a very special thing, I think, for our family, that even when she was sick, she was still herself. And for our family, it was always about quality of life, you know, rather than quantity. She was a quiet woman. She did not like conflict, but she was a great role model and and family was the most important thing to her. And it remained the most important thing to her until the end of her life. So my uncle is my mother's brother and he too died of cancer. It started as kidney cancer. He um, was diagnosed before my mother passed away and then passed away after my mother passed away. For me, my uncle's passing was very difficult. It was one of the first really close people in my family to have passed since my mother's passing. And I struggled a lot with um, what he felt like and and if he was okay and, and whatnot. And I think because I focused so much on my mom, I wouldn't have even thought that he would have come through. But the way he came through was very much how he was in life. He was larger than life. He was always the life of the party, always cracking a joke. And and the way that she described him was exactly how he was for me here in life.
0: Your mom is like, you're not going to believe what happened, Teresa. And I'm like, what happened? She's like, wait, you have a baby. Who, who has the baby? Uh-huh. Well, I have
2: three. Um, I have two niece, or one niece and two nephews. And then my oldest sister, who's been trying to have kids for a very long time, has been fostering a baby for the last four months.
0: So, no, that's something you think that your mom wouldn't know about, right? <sighs> she, she's so excited. She's, she had
2: a while ago, a long, long time ago, years ago, my sister had a dream that my mom said that a baby was
0: coming. And for her to say that today, how excited she is uh-huh. about the baby. But I want to share with you something, Jamie, that I find intriguing about your family. And I always love to share on how the souls make me feel. Any like anything that happens to you, it happens to your sisters. Uh-huh. It happens to your family. It's almost like: so your sister is having this baby, you're having this baby. Uh-huh. Your nieces and nephews are like your children. Uh-huh. Like how your uncle acknowledged how you were like a daughter to him, acknowledging that bond. Uh-huh. Your mom says, you've had a, a spiritual experiences, correct, with your mom? Yes, very many. Because she says, I just love how I'm able. She goes, Teresa, I never thought it was going to be this amazing to be able to do that. I'm doing this a very long time. I always share when I never had something before. And what your mom is acknowledging that those visitations, those special moments are everything to her. And she says, even though they might not be happening as often as they used to, is that correct? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) She says, it doesn't mean that my soul is not with you. How in the world would I have known that? I don't know. Right? (laughs) Yeah. And to even know that that's what you're thinking. Like, I don't dream of my loved ones that have died.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. A a lot of people do. A lot of people have these experiences. But for your mom to acknowledge that it might be upsetting you or like, oh, my God, or, or, oh, my God, I haven't been seeing my mom as much as I used to. For your mom to validate that, that validates that her soul hasn't left you and that even though you might not be connecting with her in the same way that you used to, it doesn't mean that she's not there. So those are the moments in a reading when I have to share with someone and say, you have to start looking for different things. Your mom just made me feel like you actually felt her. So I felt someone lay next to me as I slept. Mm -hmm. So has that ever happened to you where you felt someone standing behind you and there was no one there, or you just felt a presence and nobody was in the room.
2: Uh, yeah, that has happened. And
0: nine times out of ten, I, I can tell if it's her or not. So know that that's her. So it might not be certain things. It might be. So let's just hypothetically say if you were connecting with butterflies. Now you're not seeing butterflies anymore, but you're seeing blue jays all the time. Or you're noticing ladybugs. Or like anything odd. Know that that's her. Have you actually had conversations with your mom? Yeah. Oh my god that's so beautiful. That you people don't have that, Jamie. <laughs> it is. sometimes I
2: feel like I'm talking to myself, but like it's like I ask a question and I immediately have an answer
0: in my head. Yeah, that's your mom. How amazing is that? I've tried that with spirit with lottery numbers and it <laughs> never works. I wish I did. Never once. <laughs> <laughs> But do you see what mom had you do? You're all emotional, right? Uh-huh. And then gave you that just moment to, to smile and to laugh. Uh-huh. That's the thing that I love because no matter how long your loved ones have been gone, you're going to grieve, especially your mom. You're going to grieve her for the rest of your life here in the physical world. But the healing process is something completely different. So know that everything that you think that you know that it's her guiding you know that that's real So let me ask you. Oh, i'm gonna say two things. Um Your mom's very funny She showed me two things and then I was gonna go with the first thing she showed me She goes no no, no. she goes start with this one say this one first and i'm like, okay Would that be her like she when she gets so excited or like no start with this like almost on christmas Like open this present first. Don't open that one open that one later Yeah so she first showed me um, a, a piece of paper and wrote my hero on the top of it. Uh-huh. So when spirit does that, that's my symbol for that. Somebody wrote something in honor and in memory of them. Yeah. So know that your mom wants to thank you for the most amazing and beautiful tribute that you gave her. Okay. <laughs> I Did you write it for something or like... I, I I feel like uh, like let's hypothetically say if you wrote it for her eulogy, but then you submitted it for like a paper because usually, usually spiritually that she shows me like an A plus like, a, mm-hmm. you know, you should have gotten uh, a higher acknowledgement for it. <laughs> Does that make well, sense?
2: There's two things about what you just said. I did write her eulogy and I did give it at her funeral, but I just won an Emmy Award and I posted about it to social media. Um, Wait a minute. Wait. Whoa. 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 How about how, how did you get an Emmy? Um, I'm an executive producer at a news station up here. <laughs> and um, I my what? Yes, and my mom, Shut up! My mother died when I was in. Ashley, did you school. know this? <laughs> yeah. These are the moments where
1: I want to like. F- this is what I'm freaking out. Yeah. I know she's awesome. <laughs> Um, but my mom, so smart and intelligent My
2: mother died when I was in grad school going to school for journalism, and uh, I tried to drop <gasps> out of school and she asked me not to give up my life for her, and I said I wasn't going to and so when I won it, this is the first big award that I've won in my career, you know i I kind of trace it all back to that moment
0: well. That's the moment she showed she showed me my symbol for where she says no regrets I would not have wanted you to live your life any different because I was sick. And then she said no 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 start with this start with this cuz she was so excited about this article. So when you think oh I wonder if my mom knows know that not only does your mom know but she is boasting and bragging on the other side. Mm-hmm. She says, and I am so glad that you know deep down in your soul here, you might battle with it, but in your head, but deep in your soul, you know that that is exactly what you needed to do. And more importantly, knowing that your mom knows of all your amazing accomplishments and how proud she is of you. She says to me, she says, Teresa, she says, you know, there's this one picture that my daughter has out in the house of me and her. She says, it's my favorite picture. And it's just like, I feel like it's just the two of you, just your heads. And it's just like you're smiling.
2: (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) It's weird. (laughs) I have a a picture that since before my mom ever passed, I've always had up um and it was from apple picking um and it's just a picture of me and her and it's the only picture i have like it and um it it shared a frame with both my parents i have a picture of both of them um but one night probably about a year ago my my boyfriend randomly just put it on my nightstand and it's just stayed there ever since
0: Uh, how would i know that I have no idea. <laughs> I, those, are the, those are the moments that I'm like, holy good God, how? How? She's describing something that you love that means the world to you, that you cherish. And then your boyfriend moving it to your nightstand? Mm-hmm. Insane. it, Because look, I, I, I have to say this. I, I make what I do look very easy. My heart is sitting here breaking for you that you have all these milestones to achieve physically without your mom. I mean, that's hard for me. And, you know, so I don't want you to think for one minute that this isn't hard for me. I just, I just get so excited and I just love how spirits able to really validate for us that they are okay, even though they're physically not here with us. And that they are still living life through our eyes and knowing that everything, every smile, every everything that we enjoy, that they're with us. Were you just talking about apple picking, though, or going? We, my whole family just went. So know that her soul went with you. She says, you actually have the picture. I don't know, they're like 13 of you or something. <laughs> No, of my of siblings, do I have 13? No, no, like like all of you that went pump uh, uh, apple picking. Yeah, so all of my siblings and my father and all of my nieces and nephews all go together. So your mom showed me that you guys took this picture, this group picture, is that correct? Well, we, we did when she was alive, yeah,
2: the whole family. The same day that we took that picture that's on my nightstand.
0: <sighs> well, she's showing me a picture that you guys just took now, When you just went. I don't cool. care if it was just you took it. Go back to those pictures uh-huh. and look for the blurbs or orbs in the picture. Okay. Know that that's your mom's soul validating that she was there. Okay. I, I feel like there were so many things that day that reminded you of her. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Random things. Like, like, oh, there's a white feather sitting here. What is this feather doing here? Or what is that? Like, I feel like random things that happened that day. Yeah. My, my
2: mom's favorite thing was apples. So, um, you know, our whole kitchen growing up, was, the theme was apples oh. and whatnot. But from that trip where that photo that you referenced was taken, my niece was very small then, and we pulled her around in a red wagon.
0: And this time, my sister pulled my nephews around in the red wagon. So, no, your mom didn't miss it. All those little moments that you had that were like, you thought of her uh-huh. or something happened and she popped into your head know that that was her soul letting you know that she was with you take notice if people took pictures that day any blurb or orb distortion in the picture Uh know that that was your mom's soul validating that she was with you she also just told me that you have some of her clothing is that correct yeah (laughs) yeah So know that when you hold the clothing, wear it. Know that her soul is with you. And were you going to do something with the clothing? I don't know if you were going to, like, make something or, like, change it. Um, I, I've thought about it. Uh, Perfect. I,
2: yeah, I sound so stupid when I say that a lot. But I have levels of when I feel like I need her the most. And I don't pull yeah. out her clothes unless it's, like, really
0: bad. Really bad. So... So she's validating that you kept the things that have no monetary value, but meant the world to her Mm -hmm. and to you. Know that when you hold on to those clothing, look at it, know that her soul is with you. If you choose to make something out of Uh, some of the clothing. We did, actually. My mom was only alive for my niece, and when...
2: My sister was pregnant with my nephew. My oldest sister and I sent our, there's a woman who takes a bridesmaid's gowns and makes them into blankets. And with our gowns, we sent one of my mom's shirts. And so there's a heart on one of the squares of the blanket and, and the heart is out of my mom's shirt.
0: So no supporting that decision. And more importantly, held the souls of the children before coming here into the physical world. She says... I don't want you to be afraid that something's going to happen to you. She says, if you choose to, you will be the most amazing mom. She says, you, she's, she's like, I feel like your mom. She's like, like we're best friends. She's like, Teresa, she has the biggest heart, the biggest soul. Remember when she did this? Like she's showing me all of these selfless things that you do for people. And what a beautiful person you are. And she says, I don't want you to hold back or feel that you're not going to be good enough. So are you getting married? Were you talking about marriage? Were you talking about possibly having children? Not having children right now. Whatever the conversation was. Yeah, it's been brought up from time to time. I never want spirit to tell us what we should or shouldn't Mm -hmm. do. I want spirit to bring up things to help us. With our free choices. You understand that? Yes. This doesn't mean you have to get married. You should get married. Well, your mom is, so she's acknowledging your thoughts, right. how you're feeling. Yeah. And saying, don't be afraid. Yeah, because I don't want to. <laughs> it's hard, right? Yeah. She says, so this is why this experience today could not come at the more perfect time. Right? You have to do what you feel is right. But she says, if you're holding back because of fear or whatever, she says, I need you to release all that fear to me. And she says, I just want you to do what feels right for you. She says, I want you to know that nothing was left unsaid. Were you upset or did you feel that you wish you were there more or that you should have been there sooner Because she shows me this, she shows me my symbol for when, like, there's a separation. And sometimes that's, like, geographical, like, we couldn't get to them right away. But then I feel like I was there, like, I got to say some things, but I wish I got there sooner. Like, it's a whole mixed bag of so many different emotions to this moment. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah. My mom was sick for five years. She was diagnosed when I was in high school. Uh, But I still chose to go away to college. Mm -hmm. And I, I did. I only had classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays and I drive to my hometown and uh she typically had appointments in New York City on Fridays. And so I'd drive her down there and come back and you know, but I wasn't there for the day today. Um and all my sisters and my dad was and then at the end it was like a weekend before Halloween and my dad told me to go back to Syracuse to go out with my friends. And my mom was still home at that point. And, um, as I was driving back, my dad called me and told me not to freak out, but my mom had fallen and he couldn't pick her up and they were on the way to the hospital.
0: So your mom says, I want you, when you go back to that day, because this is what you're beating yourself up over, right? I never should have left that day. Things might have been different. Maybe, maybe you're even saying to yourself, maybe she never would have even have fallen if I was there. She says, I need you, Jamie, to look at this day as I would not have wanted you to have been there for that moment. She says, remember our road trip? She goes, we were like Thelma and Louise, Teresa. She says, we had, even though it was tough, those those road trips, right? We had conversations. We had this bond, right? We had these moments. Yeah. She says that I wouldn't have traded for anything. Yeah, well, that that's funny because that's what my
2: whole family says to people because sometimes mm-hmm. we'd go as a whole family. Sometimes some of my friends would come with me and that, we always made it a point to like, get her a cupcake or candy from somewhere while she was getting her treatment because she didn't want us to sit in the room She's like and be bored for three
0: hours. Or more importantly, to watch her yeah. be sick. Right? Yeah. And that is what she was saying also with that day that she fell. You know, we look at burdens uh, and we only look at that one side of the coin, I, I, I like to say. So we only look at that one side of the coin, well, if I was there, maybe this wouldn't have happened or maybe she wouldn't have fell, whatever the case may be, but she says, did you ever look at the side of the queen? What if you were there? She says, and you were trying to help me, and there was nothing you could do to help me. She says, but I knew you were sitting right by my bedside holding my hand. And she says, and I heard every word that you said to me. When I hear I love you more and I love you to the moon and back, it's my symbol for that spirit heard everything. And that even though it was hard. I don't know if you thought to say this, if you said it, but wanted to take it back, but she showed me my symbol for when someone says it's okay to let go. As much as you did not want your mom to let go, she says, I want you to know that that was the greatest gift that you gave me. She says, because you understood at that moment that I couldn't stay. She says, Teresa and my husband. Now, your dad's still here in the physical world. Uh She goes, you want to talk about something funny? She says, that one. Uh She says, he's a handful. She says, now my girls know what I went through all those years. (laughs) She goes, All all kidding aside, she says, honestly, deep down, even though he moved on with his life, lives his life, right? Yeah. She says, he still misses me. Uh He doesn't know what to do without me.
2: Uh
0: She says, but I am so glad that he has been able to live life again. So know that your mom is supporting all of your dad's choices and decisions. Even though some of them might have been really hard or hard for us to see and watch, right? Mm-hmm. She says, but she says, nobody really knew what to do when I died, Teresa. She said, because I always seemed to get better. Even though I was sick, she says, I always seemed to get to that next hurdle that it was like, oh, you know what? It'll be okay. Well, she'll be okay for a little while. Mm-hmm. She says, and those moments, she says, that's why I never would have traded those for anything. She said, because that was the, the quality that I had at times. So a lot of times, Teresa, she said, I did not have a quality of life. Right? Yes. She says, but I like to remember the quality that I had. And those were the road trips as hard as they were. She says, I treasure them always. Did you actually release something or do something in uh, memory or in honor of her? Her work, uh, the place she worked at when, when she passed, planted a tree
2: in her honor
0: and put a, a plaque and engraving in front of it for her. Was there like a big ceremony? Because usually when Spirit shows me the tree and the bench and the releasing of the balloons, they usually want me to start with the releasing of the balloons because there was a big uh, celebration. Yes, her entire work came out of the building for
2: it. Oh, wow. And she'd only worked there for a
0: few years. Oh, wow. So know that her soul has attended that in Spirit. So who connects with the butterflies? I don't know. Because she keeps showing me that. Typically, that's a common thing that people will connect with. I don't connect with butterflies. Right. So I'm going to say this to you. If you're feeling that you're not feeling her as much yeah. or sensing her as much, you have to look for different things. Yeah. So maybe take notice to the butterflies. You know, um, it's not that your mom is the butterfly, it's right. the energy that gets you to notice yeah. it. Now, where, do, do, where does the tattoo come in? Was there a discussion about? I got a tattoo about a month before she passed for her.
2: Mm -hmm. My father was not happy, Mm -hmm. but I walked right into the room, and her and her best friend and my godmother and my dad were sitting there, and I go, look what I just did. I just lifted (laughs) up the back of my shirt, and everybody was silent.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But she liked it. She
1: told me she She liked it.
0: (laughs) I <laughs> loved it. <laughs> she goes, she just said to me, She goes, you know, Teresa, she goes, I don't think you say to your kids, go, go get tattoos. No. You know? Yeah. She says, but she says, you know, Teresa, she says, there's something deep within your soul that you know. I guess it's kind of like what your uncle had said in the beginning, you know, of and she said, and if that's what my daughter felt that she wanted to do. Or needed to do. She says, I was always so proud of all of their choices and decisions. She says, I never thought it was going to be a tattoo. (laughs) But but were you thinking of getting another one or adding something? Yes, her signature. Because I said to her, why did you tell me about the discussion of the tattoo? She goes, well, let me tell you. (laughs) Um, So, no. When spirit shows me a tattoo and then they show me like a name and a date, it's just my symbol for adding or getting another tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, so just know that it is her way of acknowledging that she knows what's going on. She also, she also shows me the letter that you look at that, uh, or the card that she wrote to you in her handwriting. Is that correct? Yeah.
2: That's what I want to get tattooed.
0: What was in the card? Yeah. It said, it said love mom. And I, that's what I wanted in her handwriting. She says, don't forget what it says in that card. She says, you know you were, don't tell your other siblings that she (laughs) says, (laughs) but you are the greatest gift of many that God has blessed our family with. You know, I feel so many different things from the souls of the departed, but your mom, her family is everything. Everything. There is not one thing in this life that is more important than her family. And she says, I want to thank you, Jamie, for continuing that. Because that's how you feel. And you've written about it. You've talked about it. She says, and I want to thank you for carrying out every family tradition and, and values that the family carries. It's not easy. Was there certain things that your mom would bake or cook that you've <laughs> attempted? <laughs> yeah. Not cook. She I, sucked at cooking, but she could bake. She could bake. She's like showing me like, and I said, I really can't talk about apples. Cause she said, she showed me like apple Betty, apple pie, apple crumb, apple, apple, like everything. Apple. I was that the only thing you knew how to do was bake with apples. <laughs> I don't know if there's a recipe. So typically when spirit shows me a recipe and then they have me eat it and then they spit it at me. <laughs> it's just my symbol for the We left something out of the recipe. Or we say, I, something's missing. There's really nothing missing. What it's missing her. is your yeah. Yeah. Is your mom. Mm-hmm. So know that every time you say that. Know that her soul is right beside you. There's something missing.
2: It's Christmas cookies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just her physical presence. Yeah. Her soul presence is and always will be there. Do you still hang up her ornaments? The- so, like, like, this is just my symbol. You have to interpret it your own way. Yeah. Like, if they if they, she had, like, Elvis ornaments or Barbie ornaments, that they were her ornaments, things that she loved, and you hang them up on your tree, or you guys still put them out. So,
2: we have two Christmas trees at my parents' house. And one was the tree where Santa would leave the presents, and the other was the tree you didn't touch. And the tree you didn't touch was an angel tree. And only angel ornaments go on it. And we used to drink popcorn and there's fake cranberries and stuff. And mm-hmm. my father puts it out every year. And every time we go on vacation, we um, get another ornament get a to to the tree. And in my own house, I have a second tree that you do not touch. And it's a, essentially a tribute to her.
0: It's not an angel tree, but. But they're all things that are of your mom. Yes. So know that she knows of that and and again this is hard for me to say this to you cuz i know it's not the same and then and then you have all those emotions well well if my mom could be with me in this way why can't why can't she still be here why did god have to take her why this sucks that i have to do this without my mom and i get that i i love that she's able to give you this gift and reassurance and peace and comfort in knowing that she does know about all of these things. She says that there was a, there's a hallway in your house and you think you sometimes see a shadow or you think you see something in that hallway, correct?
2: That's so weird because I just told someone that story this weekend. That's crazy. No. Know,
0: know that that's your mom. Know that what you saw was your mom and it's not crazy. Because when spirit brings, especially things that we talk about, this is the thing. We can have a hard time with understanding what I do. I get it. I'm the first one to say that what I do is crazy. There's no way someone can communicate with someone that has died. First one to say it. But your mom gave a perfect example to you that she talked about things that there is no way that I would have known about. More importantly, a conversation that you just had this weekend. Uh-huh. These are the moments that I'm like, what? What? That's crazy. Your mom knows how much you love her, how much you miss her, how you would do anything to have that one more moment back or to hear her voice or to feel her hug you. And I think that's why she made me feel that presence. I could feel her right beside me. That's your mom giving you a hug. When you think you hear her call your name, when you hear jame right mm-hmm. know that that's your mom because you know you're not crazy and you know what you heard mm-hmm. right yeah that's your mom your mom just showed me she says oh she says i also love to play with electronic things in her house so do you have an issue with say like if you're working with your recorder uh or your computer at times or like your phone like weird things pop on uh, on my f- for no reason on my phone yes short shortly after she died I
2: guess not shortly months after she died I got a phone call my phone was ringing and it said mom on there and her phone was no longer in service and my dad hadn't switched it yet so nobody else had the phone number
0: know that that was your mom how'd I know that Look for the lights flickering or other little things that don't go right. Mm-hmm. It's your mom's energy. It's her energy. It's her soul. She says, and that was me with you in the car the other day. So did you turn the radio on or did you hear a song or something that reminded you of her? I have a couple songs that seem to only come on when I feel I need a sign or wish she was here
2: to talk to. Mm-hmm.
0: So know that that's her. And this is the other thing. You had no idea this was... Ha- this is the thing that I love about surprises, right? Yeah. You had no idea that this was happening right. today, right? right? Your mom talks about all these things that only you would know about. Validating that her soul was with you at these exact moments and will always be there. Your mom just leaned over and kissed you and said, all I want for you to be is happy. I want your soul to feel complete. You've accomplished so much, and I am so proud of you. I want you to be happy. I want you to continue to love and honor and, most importantly, respect yourself the way that you deserve to be. And as I'm saying this, I've I, I've never because I don't see the way we see here in the physical world. I feel like I could see your mom holding your hand and like comforting you and like playing with your hair and like reassuring you and like hugging you as she's having me say that to you. So continue to embrace all of those things that are odd or just think of your mom, or you just feel her. And just truly know that that is her soul. And more importantly, that she's not alone on the other side. Was there a piece of jewelry that you wanted of your mom's? Because she talked about jewelry.
2: (laughs) When I realized it was you, I I said to bring up the ring. (laughs) I wear a ring that um, was her mother's. And then my mom wore it until she passed. And I have not taken it off
0: since I put it on. Okay. Because I said to your mom, what else is this? She says, oh, we have to talk about the jewelry. And I said, okay.
2: Well, in my head, I was thinking, what can I tell her to say? Because I? <laughs> I feel like yeah. I could have well, said any of the things you brought up. but
0: You chose the jewelry. But I am going to say this because she showed it to me again and made me feel this, Jamie. She said, there is something that whether if you thought about or th- what you wished you had besides the ring. I don't care if it's a bracelet, a pair of earrings, or a necklace. I'm one of three girls. So we all sat down and just pretty much
2: divvied it up. Mm -hmm. Um, But there is one ring that none of us have that Mm -hmm. my dad is not giving up. Um, (laughs) She had had a cameo ring, uh, Mm -hmm. which is like the picture, like the face, the silhouette of a person's face. Yeah, um, that was her grandmother's, I believe. And uh, the 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 person in the cameo was wearing a necklace that had the tiniest of diamonds in it, but it fell out and. They wouldn't replace it because it would crack the cameo. And all three of us want want that ring. We've never fought over it. We're not going to care who right? gets no, it. No,
0: it's not. But we,
2: all, we do randomly talk about it from time to time.
0: But it's a common thing that spirit might talk about jewelry. So I always need them to validate it with something unique to you. So your mom validated. You wanted her to bring up the jewelry. But she pushed me again to say, but there's this piece of jewelry that you. And this isn't. It's just what we're thinking, what we're feeling. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So knowing that you wear this piece of jewelry every day, but there's this one piece that everybody wants.
2: Yeah. She just always, she, I don't ever remember a time where she wasn't wearing it unless mm-hmm. she was in the hospital and just had surgery or something. She was always had it.
0: But that, and that might be something that your dad just feels that he needs to hold on to for whatever reason, Yeah, you know, know that, Your mom says that from the moment the soul left the physical body, she left behind every and any disability and her ailment because she was jumping up and down. She dancing. She says, I don't want you to remember me sick. She says, and I know you don't. She says, but there are times, Teresa, that Jamie does go back to those moments. So every time you go back to that, you can feel that emotion, but then she says, I want you to replace it with knowing what I am telling you today is that I am free and I am dancing on the other side.
2: That's very, it's also very weird that you said it like that this weekend. Also my boyfriend and I took a, took a trip to, um, it's called Letchworth State Park and it's, um, just, it was cool to see the foliage. So it's like an hour away and he uh, complained because I was listening to Taylor Swift again. But there, <laughs> there is an album that came out around the time she passed. And there is a song called Holy Ground. And I'm sure Taylor Swift didn't write it with this purpose. But the, the chorus is like something along the lines of, I don't want to dance unless I'm dancing with you. But I'm gonna basically going to keep on dancing. And I've always related that. Uh, the album came out around the time she died, but I've always related that to her death because it's like, even though I don't want to, I know that I have to, you know, keep, keep dancing, I guess.
0: <laughs> but is this your mom's way of validating as difficult as it is moving on and you're going to hit all of these milestones without her physically here? Your mom clearly validated here today that her soul hasn't left you, that that soul bond will never be broken. And that nothing was left unsaid. And that she is still a part of each and every one of your lives here in the physical world. Through spirit. She did an amazing job of giving you that gift. And the fact that you trusted me with the soul of your mom means the absolute world to me. And I'm so deeply sorry that uh, you have to continue the physical world without her. Her soul just radiated Always smiling. And I feel like that's how she was. Like, no matter how sick she was or what was going on, she was always smiling, always smiling. And she just said to me, she says, Teresa, she says, just look in my eyes and tell my daughter that you see the life back in my eyes. She said, because my eyes had lost that. She says, but my eyes have life again. Did you actually look in your mom's eyes after she died? Oh. Uh-huh. Or right before she died, or while she was in the hospital, because she made me feel like someone lifted my eyelid. Um, and
2: for about a week and a half, she at the end she didn't talk for the last week and a half, but she would open her eyes. Uh, the the only time she would talk is if someone came in and said a prayer, she'd say it with them. Um, but we, you know, we would actually ask her to answer us with her eyes, but she eyes. never freaking answer me.
0: She answered everyone else. <laughs> Well, she answered you today. Yeah. <laughs> she answered you today. And I love how she ended it with the eyes. And she made me feel like that you were looking like you were looking. What Look, uh, is that it? The You have to understand my signs and symbols could have different meanings right. for you. You have to place them on how they fit in your life. Right. You know, so there was something when they lift my eyelid and spirit stares in my eye. It's just my symbol for that. We were looking for that or we were looking right into their eyes, whatever it may be. So you were searching for you were looking yeah. for an answer. Yeah. She gave you that today and knowing that she is living life through your eyes. I'm so sorry for the loss of your mom and your other loved ones. She did an amazing job of giving you that peace and comfort in knowing that her soul hasn't left you. Thank you. And Ashley, I can't thank you enough for doing this. I mean, this was, I I mean, to surprise someone is hard. It's not easy, but the fact that you did this for her is just, (laughs) is a testament to your friendship. Well, please don't thank me. Thank you very, very much. Thank you both.
2: I've known Ashley for years, and I always like to tell people that she makes my dreams come true you know, so she took me to my first NFL game with my favorite team. She took me to a Taylor Swift concert and I'm in love with Taylor Swift because Ashley has surprised me in the past. I was like trying to run through things in my head. Like, what is she up to now? And some type of reading crossed my mind just because we talk about it so much, but I would have never guessed that when I logged onto that Zoom, that Teresa would be on the other side. I've always loved Teresa Caputo, watched her since the very beginning. So I'm not shocked that she somehow found a way to make it happen, but I was shocked that it actually happened. And, you know, it was really exciting and I I was really grateful for the experience. It sounds so stupid, but I I get dimes and they always show up in the weirdest of places. Probably the very first time that it happened, uh, my mom was an avid lover of ice cream. Uh, We always used to joke that she could give directions by ice cream stands to like anywhere in New York State. Shortly after she passed, uh, I was in in graduate school, and we had a 15-minute break in a three-hour class one evening, and I said to my best friend, I was like, let's just go run across the street and get ice cream. We ran across the street. We're getting ice cream. I pay for it. Then I asked for a lid because it was in a bowl because it started raining outside. So we put the lid on. We run back to the classroom, and I open it, and I take a first bite, and in the ice cream was a dime. It was the craziest thing because I didn't pay with cash. So there's like no transaction. And I didn't even have my purse. I literally just had the credit card in my back pocket. So it was like, how how would that even happen? I've gotten dimes since then. Sometimes uh, I will get them like in random places that you wouldn't expect at random times. But sometimes like, I feel like they're very, there's a very pointed reason I'm getting them. So I've never taken a job without getting a dime. So like, for example, my first job out of college, I was um, offered a second job, like another job to leave that first job. And I remember going to bed one night and saying, Mom, like, I wish I could just call you on the phone and talk to you. I don't know if I should do this, if I should leave my first job so soon. And I walked into work the next morning and there's a dime right next to the phone. And then most recently, I I, um, unfortunately had COVID and I had to go into the hospital. Uh, My sisters and my dad live three and a half hours from me. And obviously, even if they lived next door, they couldn't come to the hospital. So I was I was very, very nervous. And, um, you know, my sisters kept saying, like, I'm telling mom that she's got to send you signs and it has to be more than a dime. I actually met a, a, a nurse came in the next day and she was a floating nurse in the hospital. So she's on a different floor on any given day. She just happened to be my nurse that day and uh, we had a lot of crazy coincidences she lost her father when she was younger she loves the show the bachelor <laughs> and we somehow talked about ashley and then ashley very kindly facetimed us while I was in the hospital to you know say hi to the nurse and it was really funny but there's a lot of weird coincidences and then we exchanged numbers because we're like well we get along so well like maybe we should be friends and I, I was texting my family like, this is so bizarre. Cause like, what are the chances you're in a hospital and you your nurse is like, she, she was like coming in we were like chatting for like ever. And then she'd run out to her other patients and like come back. So the ne- we exchanged numbers and the next morning she texted me and she goes, it's snowing outside. So I wore boots to the hospital. She goes, I'm not on your floor but I wore boots to the hospital and I brought the shoes that she wears when she works. And she sends me a picture. And right next to her shoes for the hospital was a dime. It was super weird. I think my reading was in October or November. So it was was pretty cold here in Buffalo already. I think it was the next day I went to work and, and I went to Starbucks to grab a coffee and I was walking towards the door and a monarch butterfly flew in my face. And I was like, why is there a monarch butterfly in Buffalo, New York in the beginning of winter? And I texted Ashley and I was like, you're not going to believe this. This is so weird. And then I was leaving work that day and I looked down and almost stepped on a ladybug, which she had also brought up. And then I actually, I'm currently, you know, going through a breakup and it's difficult. I was um, staying elsewhere for a little while because I lived with my boyfriend and I came back to pack a bag and I opened the suitcase and there was one dime in it. Teresa said that my mother was saying that I need to love and honor and respect myself the way that I deserve. And she also said that my mom acknowledged that I am all about family just like she was and that I do a lot of selfless things. And so for me now, hearing it back, it's kind of been like reassuring that that she sees, that she has seen all that I have done and continue to do, but encourages me to acknowledge that. I can be that person, but also to respect myself and set boundaries for myself and continue to be the person she raised me to be, but but be a strong person and make sure that that's not taken advantage of.
0: No matter who I read, you know, no matter how many people lose their moms, fathers, grandparents, uncles, it's always amazing on how spirit really validates that presence. Of everything that we hold on to, what we're going on in our lives, what we're thinking about. And and to see someone, I mean, I don't know how old Jamie is, but I know for myself, my mom is my best friend. And I'm 53. I still live next door to my parents. I can't imagine my life without them. So my heart really broke for Jamie that um, her mom had passed And that she has to continue her life and all these milestones without her. But her mom did such an amazing job of validating that her soul is not missing out. Well, guys, there you have it. If you'd like to give me the opportunity to share my gift with you, just go to my website at TeresaCaputo.com. If you want to keep hearing these shows, please subscribe wherever you listen, and be sure to write a review at Apple Podcasts so more people can find the show. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.